With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
promise. I mean, my sister loves you guys. I joined this frat because of you guys. Fucking awesome, man. Nappy fucking room. The world's a stage, just trying to play my part. Keep my feet on earth and still parlay with the stars. Yeah, I be spacing out, vacation to Mars. But when I return, I come back with the burn. What you learn? Sometimes we have to take it that far. It's more important how you finish than the way that you start. Life is bittersweet, even taste a little tart. But you made the situation, it'll make who you are. You can't throw in your hand, might as well play with your cards. You win some, you lose some, don't take it to heart. Take it to the next level, take it way off the charts. You don't want to leave here without making your mark. Let your light shine, find your way out the dark. Surround yourself with good energy so you can stay charged. Stay on the cutting edge, make sure your blade stays sharp. Art imitates life, life imitates art. Rob show. Yep. Well, yeah, it's the OMD and Coach Rob show. Finally. <laughs> finally. Things are starting to work my way around here. And I'm loving that. That's that's me. I'm OMD, the suburb superhero, uh, your mama's favorite sports radio DJ, uh, DJ extraordinaire. I, I just do it all, man. I'm, I'm just OMD. You can find me online, OMD online, O-M-I-E-D online. At omedonline.com. Why are you sighing and all like a three-year-old in the microphone? Introduce yourself. Hey, it's Coach Rob, a.k.a. Rob Dirty D, the super sports assassin, the human pit bull, red nose to be exact, Roof. Super sports analyst, broadcast king. What? Interview magnitator. Is Mag? I don't think Mag. <laughs> look, I'm just gonna call it Magnishator is not a word at all. Period. So yeah. don't don't catch yourself using Magnishator. Magnifator. I'm getting my my uh, Mike Tyson out. It was a Magnifator run yeah. by the running back. <laughs> it was spectacular. Exactly. <laughs> hey man, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hey, if you didn't know, I checked the stats from uh, the shows this week. We have an increased number of listeners in Brazil. I did see that. You saw that? You I saw the Brazilian? Yes. What's up, everybody down in Brazil? Brazil. Brazil! We will be there for the Olympics. If you Welcome like us to Brazil, you'd like us to come down and host your party for your Olympic party, we will do it. Just hit me up, online at Gmail, uh, with the proper information, plane tickets, and accommodations. And we will come and host your whole Olympic party and even hang out at your house and eat your food. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a winner. I can eat some Brazilian. <laughs> yes, yes. The uh steakhouses like Texas Day Brazil and Fogo Day Fogo Day Chow. Oh, they are quite delicious. Okay. Yes, I want that real Brazilian. Do you go to Brazil? They have real barbecues there. You can catch those at. It's perfect. Look, it's the OMD and Coach Rob show, or the nah, I don't worry Coach about that. Rob and OMD show. Let's not worry about that. Look, this is the best sports show that you've ever heard. You've heard sports opinions before, but we are going to bring you. Sports like no other. So That's for the next couple true. hours, man, we're going to report to you guys on a couple of interesting things. We got some, in fact, we got one song. I've been promising you guys, if you've been listening Uh-oh. to the show, Uh-oh. you've been promising. I've been promising you 
this football fantasy song yep. by Peyton Manning and Eli Manning from um Direct TV ad. Direct TV ad. So I'm gonna ask DJ Spanky James to get that one queued up for the first break. Um we want everybody to hear this because I personally think and I showed it to Coach Rob and uh DJ Spanky James today, I personally think it's one of the better done rap videos of the year in the whole hip hop game. That's just me. Cause I just, I just like the video that, was that done. Is, that is just you. It, it was entertaining. It was a great, hey, but, but that's I, what it's I, I can't give it an Emmy. You can't, <laughs> well, nobody's rap video gets an Emmy. It should right, be I a, mean, you said it's, it's the one of the year. It's one of the year. I'd give it a source award. Oh no. You wouldn't give it a source award? I'd give it the, the, uh, great commercial award. It's going to win an SB. Like that would be a great Super Bowl commercial. You know what? I would take money. That if neither one of them is in the Super Bowl, that type of commercial will be duplicated for the game. I think if they I in the Super Bowl, <laughs> that's even more reason. Beautiful. We could truly have an Eli, maybe not this season, an Eli versus Peyton Super no, Bowl. No, you think no. that'll ever happen? It might not, not this year. Not this season? No. Oh well, I can't do nothing about that. Neither, neither team will make it. What? Neither team. Do you see me sitting over here in all this thunder orange? That's okay. Neither team. Who is going to beat the Broncos in the AFC? Neither team will make it. I see. You don't even have any validation for your scientific reasoning. We're not listening to you anymore. Anyway, (laughs) hey, we got a hot show coming up for you today. Coach, what we got for him? Uh, sports, man. You know, we got some S, some P, little O, some R. I don't want to talk about that. I'm done. Yeah, man, we got football. some high school football coming at you, definitely. As of course, we, we do our broadcasting thing, and we did do a couple of the huge Texas uh, high school football games over the weekend. Did an interview with DeMarcus Lodge of state championship, Cedar Hill Longhorns. We'll be playing that for you tonight. Uh, get into a little college football I know everyone saw the Bammy struggle. We're going to get into that. Yay. You know, Florida State doing that thing. And uh my boy from South Lake at Texas A&M. Kenny Trill. Kenny Trill Jr. Kenny Trill. We're going to talk about why Kenny Trill yeah, is so trill. Got a little uh what the hell tonight. You know, got a little Michael Sam and Jerry Jones. What the hell again. A uh, little Undertaker and his wife. Mm. Uh, hmm, I really want to know what the hell. Uh, and this rash of NFL Mollies. Who is, yeah. who is providing these guys with these Mo- things? Molly Welker. Molly Welker <laughs> on the train along with Orlando Skandrick. We'll talk about that later on yeah. and what the hell. And then, uh, we got to get it's, it's week one coming up of the NFL. Fantasy, fantasy. So we oh. got fantasy picks we got to get into. We got the Omi D and Coach Rob. Uh, fantasy league going on, which me and Omi D score off week one. So he going to take his first loss week Never. one. And we got to get into the, the top picks of the NFL week, man. We just Talk got skirts. We got baseball. We got man, Mike Hanley calling in. It's, it's all kind of stuff going Somebody on. Somebody called a midget over. I just saw a clown with some tube socks on. I don't know. Hey, and on that note, <laughs> we're going to take a short, short, short break right quick. And then we're going to come back. We're going to get into Fantasy football talk. We got matchups for the week, trades that you possibly might want to make, and yes. Coach Rob and I are going to talk about our matchup. Yes. And who's going to be the winner of the first skirt picture 
of the season oh, and 8 30 don't forget no mike hanley's calling in yes. with the baseball report who's mike. getting unemployment so uh <laughs> dj cleveland spanky james do you have that peyton and eli manning track queued up for me indeed uh, i do hey we'll have that at the end of the show oh <laughs> uh, as always our closer but uh Cue that football fantasy for him. When we come back, man, it's fantasy football on the OMD and Coach Rob show. Oh, oh, oh. Can I say this before he cue it? What? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Hit it. Hey, Peyton, you watching football? I'm watching DirecTV NFL Sunday Tickets' new Fantasy Zone channel. It's a whole channel dedicated to nothing but fantasy. It's awesome. It's like a fantasy football. Fantasy. 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 Football. Fantasy. 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 If you like football and you like fantasy, fantasy football. Fantasy. Yeah. Back at him. Back at him. Yeah. There's a fantasy channel that you gotta see. It's like a fantasy football fantasy. Like catching a football that came from me. Then opening it up. Look, there's not Joe Cheese. Fantasy, fantasy, football, fantasy, 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 football, fantasy. Like an end zone that ends in a waterfall. A shower that showers you in tiny footballs. It's a football fantasy like no other. Like having a best friend that's your quarterback brother. Fantasy, fantasy, football, fantasy, 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 football, fantasy. If you like football, then you like fantasy. Fantasy, football, fantasy. Constant updates. I constantly lift weights. You keep track of your players. I keep putting on layers. You watch your points rack up. I make this car back up. Back up, back up, back up, back up. This fantasy channel, man, is so brand new. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Like Chris Johnson giving you a Johnson do. While Broadway Joe and your mom makes stew. Sometimes I have this fantasy. I'm on a horse so wild and free. Then the horse grows wings. And we fly up into space. But then the music drops out. Cause there's no sound in space But my dad's in space Cause it's my fantasy, fantasy, football fantasy Fantasy, fantasy, football fantasy It's like football sandwiched in fantasy All this talk is saying to you Making me hungry Stop practicing small business without the Lusk Law Group 
on your side. Do not sign a lease, purchase agreement, or transfer a title without the Lusk Law Group at your table. Don't fall ill or die without a totally legal binding will or power of attorney for your remaining loved ones. When you want the law on your side, trust the Lusk Law Group. 214-471-3872. That's 214-471-3872 or LUSKLawGroup.com. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Big Clay. 2014 Urban Underground Awards are dedicated to bringing recognition to the nation's hard working, unsigned, underrated, and all music genres, fashion, bloggers, internet radio stations, and 20 plus categories. The 2014 Urban Underground Awards Tennessee scheduled date and live television taping is September the 20th, 2014 at the Green Elephant in Dallas, Texas. Make sure you upload www.cboyradio.com for voting information that starts June the 3rd. For more information and sponsorship, call 817 Coach Robin Nomi D show, best sports show on this planet, universe, solar system, and Earth. That be about right, Nomi D. Planet, solar system, universe, Earth, check. And neighborhood, um, check. We're about to jump into some fantasy talk. It's time for the NFL Sunday. Is the first NFL Sunday with the kickoff on Thursday. And we have a huge game Thursday that some good fantasy picks will be a part of. We got two top fantasy quarterbacks in Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. We have a great fantasy defense in the Seattle Seahawks. We have two great fantasy running backs in Eddie Lacy and Marshawn Lynch. You got Percy Harvin that can play receiver or flex. I mean, it's it's fantasy all over again this season, and I'm excited. Football fantasy. <laughs> you stuck on that song. Like I'm in here doing some kind of dance. I don't know what it is. But I am so ready for fantasy football. This is week one for all of you who are finishing up your fantasy football drafts. I think this is the last day for drafts tonight. There might be a couple drafts going tomorrow up until about hour before game time which will be 7:30 central or 6:30 central so get your fantasy draft going but uh let's talk about what we got going here in fantasy football here on the Omi D and Coach Rob show first big matchup of the week as coach has already pointed out is any kind of weird how we ended up with the first matchup of the week I know that's very weird. That's kind of weird. You like, got to take your first loss no, to no, no, me. No, no, That's weird. No, no, that never happens. That's weird. We're going undefeated this season. <laughs> and regardless of what Yahoo says, <laughs> the first week matchup and between Coach Rob and myself, I'm going to talk about, but I want to let everyone know because some of the people listening 
to the show are actually playing in our fantasy football league. So they gonna lose to when they play let, me. I wanna let those people know that what's going on with their league, right quick, hold on. Somebody's calling my phone at the same time as I'm trying to get into the football fantasy and give out the matchups. Um number one is Omi D versus Coach Rob. The Omi D team versus Coach Rob. That's a W for Omi D. But also, uh, we got You Don't Know Jack and the homie Travi from the Bodega Brothers. Yeah. Who's, uh, his team's pretty good, bro. I think he got ranked like a B minus behind A plus Mr. K Jack. So I think that's going to be a pretty hot game to check out and see who wins on that one. Also, Easy Breezy, which is Deb Dillard. Congratulations to Deb. She just got her own. Cowboys blog and a little blog talk show. We'll be hearing more about from her. Plus, DJ Spanky James is facing off against her team, Pure Pain. He gonna lose to a woman. It happens. It happens. Week one. It happens. And then we got Liddell the Closer and Cam Newton facing off against Steven the Bizarre Kid. Big shout outs to Steven Kid. Mm -hmm. So look, we got some great matchups. Points, dresses will be worn next week around this time. We're going to have to announce who lost between OMD and Coach Rob because if you don't know, we have a standing bet all season long. What's it, 16 weeks in the regular season? 16. 16 weeks in the regular season. There is a Hawaiian lace skirt and a coconut bra. Coach don't know about the coconut bra. But yeah. there's a Hawaiian lace Co- skirt. Coach won't know about the coconut bra. <laughs> part, of the, part of the bet, Coach. You already shaved your beard off. So there's a Hawaiian outfit and it's basically a grass skirt. So... Every week between Coach and I, even if we don't face off with one another, whoever has the least amount of points is going to be the person that has to take a picture in the grass skirt. Yes, it's going down. So I am uh, already picked up the skirt. It's a 42 in the waist. So I don't know. I might need a belt for it, Coach. Yeah, that fall right off of me. If I, you're going to need a belt for it, too. But I won't need a belt because I'm not going to be wearing it all <laughs> season long. But getting into our first matchup. It's 87.45 versus 93.67. Coach, is your lineup set for the game? It's possibly set for the game. I mean, with you being my opponent week one, I won't tell you that my lineup is set if it is. But what I can tell you is I'm set to win because I have 93.67 points according to Yahoo. To your little 87. Now, this is coming from a website who's constantly hacked by people all the time. So, versus your 93 point, I'm only down six points. And we know how things go in fantasy football. That's a touchdown. Correct. A touchdown for my quarterback and an interception for yours leads me to the league championship. So, I already got my starting lineup set. You already, I mean, you you want to read off my lineup? I'll read off my starting lineup. Because my starting lineup will win What's your start lineup? Right now, as we stand right now, we got Aaron Rodgers at the QB position going against the Seattle defense. Ah, is, hey, ah. Go ahead. You think ah. No, go ahead. I want to say something. <laughs> that's something to say. Look, that's a pick. And right now, I'm just going to be honest, that's probably my most on the fence right now because I got Aaron Rodgers or I could take Colin Kaepernick versus the Cowboys defense. And the only reason I'm kind of on the fence with that one is Aaron Rodgers is a pure passer 
who will probably pass for some touchdowns. But Colin Kaepernick facing off against the Cowboys defense is probably going to get some rushes and maybe a, a touchdown via the air. So I don't know. I'm kind of in between Colin Kaepernick and uh Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to ask Spanky James. What do you think? I ain't going to ask Coach Rod. I don't want to Out the gate, I'm looking for Aaron Rodgers to have a good game. To be honest with you. Uh, but Kaepernick going against the Cowboys, so I mean, he might put up 50 against us. No, you know, our defense is a little suspect. And that is, that is truly one of the things that I've had to think about because although the Seattle defense has proven itself last season, they did make a couple changes in the offseason, but not much or really not enough for me to really be kind of like, yeah, Seattle's defense in those corners are just going to be easy on Aaron Rodgers, but Green Bay has never been a pushover team, so I'm kind of in between what I'm gonna I should you, I'm going to tell you the key factor in that. Green Bay will be starting a rookie center. A rookie center has to deal with the Seahawks defense, the front four, the 311-pound nose tackle that's sitting right over the center. Good luck, Aaron Rodgers. So do you think, and we'll just get into this right quick, do you think that with the addition of Eddie Lacy and the way Eddie Lacy is running, that that's going to make any difference and free Aaron Rodgers up for some uh, passing yards? It has a possibility, but I have to see him run on that Seattle defense first. Yeah, that's that's true. He has not ever played against the Seattle defense, so this is going to be the best matchup. So like I said, I got to make a call because I kind of like in fantasy when I get a player that plays on Thursday and Monday night. Because it lets me put up some points in the beginning, and then if I got the Monday night game, and in this case, this Monday night coming up, the late Monday night game, which is Arizona and San Diego. I don't have anybody in those two teams, but uh I like to be the last guy to get points. Okay. You know, because that way I know, okay, look, it's Monday night. All I need is 13.6 points. From Aaron Rodgers. And, and you're going to get seven. And No. No. We're getting 13.7. We'll have an Eli Manning night. No. Fantasy, fantasy, football, <laughs> fantasy. No, it ain't going to be an Aaron Rodgers night. It's going to be it's gonna be an you're Aaron right. Rodgers night. But I, I'm really leaning on not putting Aaron Rodgers in the game and possibly starting Colin Kaepernick. But either way, you're going to lose. No. What's the rest of your picks? No. That's it. That's it. You ain't got I, no got, more I don't talk about nobody else. Oh, That's this, it. This well, I can everything tell you else now, is everything else is a lock. I'm I'm locked at quarterback with Tom Brady. That's gonna fail you. Simple as that. Tom Brady, quarterback. The cheating New England Patriots. Tom Brady's gonna get you about twelve points this week. Are you serious? Who's he going against? Miami. Oh, he'll get you twelve points. The Miami defense is standing up on you. No. Yes, I'm praying for the Miami defense. For yeah, exactly. Praying. I love fantasy First game football. Of the season, they're gonna tear them. It makes it makes it fun because you kind of get to cheer for some people on teams that you never would get to cheer for, and then you get to really boo the people that you really don't like. Like I don't like Tom Brady. Not that I don't think that he's a really good player, but I just really don't like the New England Patriots. Like the whole organization, I've never liked the Patriots. So yeah, I'm booing and hoping that Tom Brady. Pop some Molly or something, and they get those results. Hey, it happens. We we leave that for Wes and Scandrick. Hey, nothing can be put past the New England Patriots, long as there's a video camera around. They will cheat, cheat, cheat. Yeah. So they can repeat. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. But that was a little bit of fantasy football wrap up, man. Um, we all talked about the game of the week. Oh, the big trades, of course. Wes Welker. Is our number one trade of the week, which I had to make. So, uh, Wes Welker, 
I had to give you the boot at least for another three weeks. And we'll talk about why Wes Welker is getting the boot later on and what the hell. But um, right now we're going to take a quick, quick break, play a couple commercials. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the um, playoff picture for baseball. And Mike Hanley will be joining us to talk about who's going to need unemployment in MLB. We'll be right back. Uh oh, for that check. If you haven't heard of Flair 4 Boutique, located at 917 Northampton in DeSoto, you've been missing out. Celebrity dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, and more, all to add to your flair. Juniors and plus sizes are available, so ladies, get here today. Mention that you heard this ad on the RF Sports Network and receive 20% off until October 4th. Flair 4 Boutique, 917 Northampton in DeSoto, directly behind Jack in the Box. The Coach Rob Show is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com. A leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're listening to us on right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports, you get one free audiobook and one month free service with that sign up. They have everything from green eggs and ham to rich dad, poor dad. Check it out today at A-U-D-I-B-L-E trial.com backslash RF Sports. That's audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports. Monday Night Madness at Club Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. All football season, every Monday night football game, $10 beer buckets, $350 wells, shot specials all night long, and... gift card giveaways plus domino and card tables will be available. Come out Monday night for the game at Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. Monday Night Madness. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Big Clean. 2014 Urban Underground Awards are dedicated to bringing recognition to the nation's hard working, unsigned, underrated, and all music genres, fashion, bloggers, internet radio stations, and 20 plus categories. The 2014 Urban Underground Award scheduled date and live television taping is September the 20th, 2014, at the Green Elephant in Dallas, Texas. Make sure you upload www.cboyradio.com for voting information that starts June the 3rd. For more information and sponsorship, call 817-941-0246. Power by CBOYRadio.com. Hey, that's right. We are back. It's the Omi D and Coach Rob show. The Coach Rob and Omi D show. You're wrong. Just like your fantasy picks, you're all wrong. Totally wrong. And on the line, we have our one and only baseball expert who knows more about the MLB than Coach Rob. 
That's true. Mike Hanley. Hey, Omi G, Coach Rob. How are you, how are you guys? We're good. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty well. Pretty cool, man. How's the weather out there in Jersey? That's actually pretty hot, actually. It's uh, above 90 degrees today. Actually, it felt like summer for a change. Well, that's hot. That's hot for Jersey. Hey, degrees. Yeah. You in Jer- You a Jets fan? Actually, I'm a Saints fan. Oh, how are you a Saints fan in Jersey? Uh, I just fell in love with the black and gold uh, young kid. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, it happens. It happens. We might have to. Next year, for sure, you are getting in with us on fantasy football. No, that's, that's, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> Do you play, Mike? And I'm just questioning because as I was looking at fantasy sports today, I saw all the sports on the um, little roster there for Yahoo. Do you participate in fantasy baseball, Mike? Yeah, I've done that. I've been in leagues in the past couple of years. I haven't won any of them, but I've, I've been in them. How does a fantasy baseball league work exactly? Uh, well, there's uh, you gather a group of people. You usually have a established date for a draft where everyone on one night can get together and do a full round of, of a draft. And then you basically set up each by position and it just kind of you go by the regular season, and then you go through game by game. And I think not really specifically sure how it really works, but I know it goes through the regular season, postseason. Hmm. I was wondering about it. I was looking at I was like, okay, baseball, football, hockey, soccer. And I think soccer would probably be the most boring fantasy football sport to play because, <laughs> like, how do you get – how would you get points in Who soccer? Who would you pick? <laughs> most people don't know, but the top five, you know, players. Pele. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Pele, Pele, and Jonas Cespedes. <laughs> that cracked Mike up. <laughs> oh man! But speaking of who's not laughing, and it's not because their record, but let's talk about the Houston Astros' uh, whole club right now, Mike. They just fired somebody down there, right? Yeah, they fired their manager, uh, Bo Porter, and their uh, bench manager, Dave Tremblay, just uh, this past day or two. And it was, this has been pretty much building for a couple of months now with, uh, with the Porter and uh, the GM, Lou, now. Uh, they've really not had a great relationship at all this season. It's been really a lack of communication on each uh, person's part that has really contributed to the downfall of, in their demise of their relationship. And so it just came to a head finally that uh, the GM and the uh, owner, Jim Crane, just finally decided to part ways with uh, Porter and his crew. So was it something to do with like a personal issue or did it have to do with, I guess Porter was in, this was his second or his third season? His second full season. Second, yeah. So was it something that got him moved out of the club that was personal or was it more related to the team's performance? I think it was more, um, more personal really. Cause, uh, there was, I'll give you one example. Uh, Porter got, became so frustrated with Luno that he actually went above Luno's head and he went to actually talk to the owner, Jim Crane, about his frustration with the GM. You know, usually you would think two people who disagree, especially two adult men, would you know, be able to sit down and have a talk, you know, maybe work out, pass out the problems, and then move on. But no, Porter went above his head, went to the owner to complain about him. So there's no question that that had to tick off Luno to some degree and had to contribute at least in part, to uh, firing him eventually. Hmm. Now, you also said the bench the bench manager was fired as well? 
you know, Tremblay too. He was off. There was really no specific reason why he was fired. And then um, Luna's quote, and he really didn't give any specific answer to why he fired him as well. He's just part of, he's just off the fire as well. Man, they just cleaned house, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you think it was, because we've already kind of established that it wasn't performance-based while Bo Porter lost his job. And over the past two seasons, have you seen any improvement in the Astros club um, that you could have said, okay, I don't see why the personal issues, you know, couldn't be put to to the side because Bo Porter is actually building an Astros program? Yeah, I think so. I think you can look at it. I mean, they have a little bit of a better record this year. I mean, I know it's, it's 1679. It's, it's still a terrible record anyway you cut it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look over the past couple of years, I mean, they've lost 100 games each season, and they've already surpassed, I think, the win total from last year. Oh, yeah. Year. We're getting close. We're getting close, yeah. So, they, I mean, there is marked to prove it a little bit. I know it's a little bit, but it's something for this organization that needs any ray of it. I think you also can see it in some of the performance of players. I mean, look at uh, Jose Altuve. I mean, he's having a tremendous season for them, for the Astros, has become their bona fide star. Mm-hmm. And then... Even uh, just even in the management of the team, I mean, you've seen Porter really be a real leader for them for such a young uh, club that really was devoid of leadership before he came in. He really established a tone and a way of playing and a style he wanted to play and what he expected from the players. And it seemed like they they were you know responding to it okay. I mean, I, I just don't think you know you can put in you know Tony Larusa in this uh, situation. He would lose probably close to you know eighty or ninety games. I mean, it's just it's, limited, it's a young club with limited talent, and I think Porter did the best he could possibly could with what he had. Yeah, I would say the same. I mean, I was kind of excited to see the Astros. There was a lot of life in that club. As you say, Jose Altuve being one of the smaller players on the team. Um, okay. Last season, they didn't know if he was going to be like a you know starter, if he was even going to make the club. But do you feel that the Astros lineup is – I'll say basically majority farm type or farm uh, caliber players, or are they really a major league ball club that just needs some good, I mean, I guess fine tuning? I think it's mostly um, a farm club. I mean, they've, you know, they've, under Luna, they've really switched to really uh, building through the draft and really homegrown players and really trying to build their franchise like that. You've seen guys come up and like George Springer, they've brought up and some other guys who they try to bring up and, you know, excite the fan base a little and try to get some life into the team. I think it's just that. I think they're just trying to build it through in-house and not really looking to add from outside. So I think it's a roster that still needs a lot of talent. I mean, I think it really does need an infusion of talent, some veteran leadership that can really, you know, boost this club a little bit and maybe string along the guys, the young guys a little bit and show them the way and how to be a professional player and, I think if you rely on all these farm guys to, you know, be the composed the lineup, I mean, you get good results like this year, where they lost 79 games and they're completely out of it. Um, let's not talk about completely out of it. <laughs> the no. Rangers, the Rangers have not been in it, period. So, um, but let's 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 just while we're talking about firings and people who are going to get fired around the league, um, do you think Ron Washington's job is safe this off season? I think he is. I do think I know it's been a dreadful year for the Rangers, and they've had all sorts of injury problems, and that's what's just a really horrible year. But I think he's, I think he's safe. I mean, it's just really, really his first bad year in a while, and I mean, I think he still has some, some uh, leash 
in terms of uh, you know being safe because he didn't you know lead them to two World Series appearances and you know some of the best success their franchise has ever seen. So I think he'll be he'll get a pass this year. Uh, he'll get a do over for next season. But I think if you know if he has another similar season like this next year, I think then he could be in real serious trouble. But I think he gets a pass for this season. Good deal, because Ryan Washington is one of my favorite managers, and I surely hope that he gets a pass because I want to see him back next year with the Rangers. But who else do you think around the league possibly might be looking for a new manager or a new job? I think uh, if you look in the National League, I think the uh, New York Mets with uh, Terry Collins. I mean, they're having another kind of subpar year. They're 65 and 74. They're out of the playoff race once again. This is supposed to be the year where they would take a step forward, maybe compete for a wild card spot. They have a lot of young talent, especially with their young pitching. But again, it's been another subpar year, and this would be the fourth losing season under Terry Collins. And you know, New York, you know, they do not take losers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do not take them well at all. So no. you would think there'd probably be a change if they if either they have another bad season next year, I think you'd be out. Or it might be possibly out this year. Okay, okay. Anybody else you see that might be looking for the uh, Houston spot? Um, I read that we haven't been a candidate yet list out yet. I think it might be just another, uh, maybe who's the hottest bench, next hot uh, young bench coach from a, a contending team possibly. I can't really see a veteran um, a veteran um, manager going in there yet. It's, just a, it's a situation that's built for a young manager to go in and kind of find his way and kind of gel with the players. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's, it's still wide open. It's wide open right now. They really have not made any plans or uh, uh, notifications to people about who they're looking for to fill the spot. Cool, man. Um, you see, you seem like you're always so insightful on the baseball. I wish I could keep up with it as much as you are able to keep up with it, but Speaking of stuff that we need to keep up with, let's check out these standings once again. Let's, you know, talk about this playoff race because they, uh, it's still heating up in a couple of divisions. And I think, like you said, the New York teams are completely out of this thing. Yeah. Let's look at the AL East first. Are you taking Baltimore to wrap this thing up and, uh, take this division? I am. I, I really do. I think they've really hit their stride at the right time in the second half of the season. They've really taken off. I just don't. I just don't think anyone else in the division can really catch them or even get close to them, just because of how mediocre the rest of the division is. I mean, look at New York. They've tried to add players, has not worked out. The veteran players look old and slow, and they played like that, and it's led them to be nine and a half out. Toronto's faded completely, almost. And Tampa Bay and the Red Sox are looking at rebuilding years. So I think well, Baltimore uh, wins the AL East in the cakewalk. Cakewalk, like it. What about the AL West? What do you think about that one? It still looks like it's pretty tight between the A's and the Angels, but with both of them losing their last two games, do you think anyone's going to go on a hot streak and like really just settle that thing up in the next two weeks? I, I can see the Angels doing it. I know they lost Garrett Richards, their ace, a couple of, about a week or two ago, but I mean, just take a look at what they did against the A's and just this four-game series just complete against them. I mean, they swept them four games. They held them to under uh, under a run or two runs on each game. And I just think that series is going to be very difficult for the A's to recover from, even despite them, you know, acquiring Adam Dunn, who's done, you know, admirable jobs at two home runs in his first two games. But I think the Angels have the talent and they have the uh, pitching to just, I think, wrap up that division. I think Oakland's just not going to find their hitting stride in time. 
So you think Oakland will take the wild card game, or you think Seattle might come back and take that one from them too? Uh, I'm kind of divided on that. I can see Oakland wrapping up the wild card. I think they have enough pitching to outlast Seattle, even with King Felix, who's not looked himself to be in his recent outings, but I think Oakland will have enough to make the wild card, and it might be Oakland-Seattle in that uh, wild card playoff. That's what I'm thinking about. So I'm going to make you take a pick right quick in the Central. Kansas City or Detroit, who's going to take it? I'm going to say Kansas City. I think their bullpen is uh, far none one of the best in the league, and I think Detroit's just, I think just too sloppy defensively, and they don't have enough uh, pitching in the rotation to uh, catch Kansas City. I'll take Kansas City. Okay, good deal. So I'm going to say the Nationals are going to take the uh, East in the National League. What about you? Yeah, I think I think they take the National League. I think they've hit their hit their stride, and the um, they have to, their town has finally playing up to their potential. I think they're going to uh, run away at the division like Atlanta did last year. That's what's up. And I'm gonna make you take a pick out of the West. The Dodgers, your team, is leading the division by two games. San Francisco, being unbiased, who are you gonna take? Uh, well, I'm gonna take. I'm still gonna take the Dodgers. In a very close, by like a fingernail, they'll win the division uh, by the end of the season. I think they just have a little more talent than the, uh, the Giants. They're finally healthy in the rotation. They have Kershaw, Ryu, and um, Granky all healthy now. And they've gotten Ramirez, and Uribe back. So their whole team's back. So I think if you compare them to the Giants, I think they have them just enough to get by them and win the West again. That's what's up. And in the last one in the Central, and I hate to say this, but this team is always good, and they're always taking this division. You have the Cardinals pulling it out for the NAL Central. Yeah, why not? I mean, you, you just you, every time you try to go against the Cardinals, they burn you every they burn yeah. you every time. And it's just amazing how they find every season they find a way to get to the top of the division despite whatever injuries they're suffering. So I'm going to take St. Louis. I think they'll, they'll win it. All right, man. Well, I think the playoff picture is pretty much shaping itself out to be where it is right now we should really just be concerned with that wild card and i want to thank you man for calling in and talking a little baseball with us we're going to take a quick commercial break and we come back man we're going to have that high school recap with omd and coach rob here on the omd and coach rob show If you haven't heard of Flair Four Boutique, located at 917 Northampton in DeSoto, you've been missing out. Celebrity dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, and more, all to add to your flair. Juniors and plus sizes are available, so ladies, get here today. Mention that you heard this ad on the RF Sports Network and receive 20% off until October 4th. Flair for Boutique, 917 Northampton in DeSoto, directly behind Jack in the Box. and Coach Rob Show is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're listening to us on right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports, you get one free audiobook and one month free service with that sign up. They have everything from green eggs and ham to rich dad, poor dad. Check it out today at A U D I B L E 
audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports. That's audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports. Stop practicing small business without the Lusk Law Group on your side. Do not sign a lease, purchase agreement, or transfer a title without the Lusk Law Group at your table. Don't fall ill or die without a totally legal binding will or power of attorney for your remaining loved ones. When you want the law on your side, trust the Lusk Law Group. 214-471-3872. That's 214-471-3872 or LUSKLawGroup.com. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Big Clean. 2014 Urban Underground Awards is dedicated to bringing recognition to the nation's hard working, unsigned, underrated, and all music genres, fashion, bloggers, internet radio stations, and 20 plus categories. The 2014 Urban Underground Awards is scheduled date and live television taping is September the 20th, 2014, at the Green Elephant in Dallas, Texas. Make sure you upload www.cboyradio.com for voting information. That starts June the 3rd. For more information and sponsorship, call 817-941-0246. Power by CBOYRadio.com. Robin Omi D show once again and it's sports time once again and we're going to get into some high school football once again it's the Omi D and Coach Rob show once again we're back once again and we're going to get into some high school football once again oh lord we're back <laughs> what's going on man oh, missed you over the break <laughs> high school football man look high school football kicked off last Friday Yes. Last Friday was the first week of Texas high school football. Friday night lights as we know it here in the state. And you do know it nationwide now. Friday night lights. Let's talk about our matchups, coach. We had Saturday games that we covered. Also, we covered the Friday game. So let's start off with our Saturday matchup that we covered, which was the Cedar Hill Longhorns versus the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. It was a ripping affair. <laughs> First off, let's talk about let's talk about how we were. Now, let's not talk about the press box. It was a really nice stadium. If you've never been out to John Kincaid Stadium on the south side of Dallas here, please come and check it out. It's really cool. If somebody ever comes and plays a playoff game here from one of your local high schools, come check it out. It's well worth your time. Yes. And that was a game of the games of the week. That's basically a midtown rival. Um, that's what you would call the hood. You have like the suburbs against the hood with South Oak Cliff and Cedar Hill. And that's, you know, you have those little clashes. And that was, it was such a big game. We arrived at the game an hour and a half early and the line was wrapped around the stadium, literally already an hour and a half early for a high school football game. It was nuts. But the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears came up short. They tried. 
56 to 34, Cedar Hill Longhorns. They look very impressive, don't you think? Yeah, the Longhorns look good. I mean, the I really wasn't impressed by the quarterback play. I mean, he had a couple good passes, but the rushing attack, the ground game, and that offensive line, and the way they were able to move the ball down the field. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say move the ball down the field, but balance their offense to where when it was time for the quarterback to pass or make a pass to the wide receivers, they pretty much weren't expecting it. They made a secondary, which Sox secondary is composed of six D1 recruits, which are going to schools like UT, University of uh, North Carolina, UCLA, Notre Dame, and Michigan, to name a few. But in that second half, Coach, particularly in the fourth quarter, that secondary didn't really show a lot of Division One caliber. I mean, all night they they made plays here and there, but I mean, you, you're going against a state championship caliber team. I mean, Cedar Hill is coming off a state championship, and their core to their offense that got them that came back. One in Demarcus Lodge, he caught two passes for two touchdowns. I mean, they had no answer. No answer. And as I said, the quarterback for Cedar Hill is not that he's bad. I just don't think when it comes down to a long run, especially in this new Super 6A division that the Cedar Hill Longhorns have been put into, a quarterback of his caliber might not stand up. But like you said, they do have a six foot four receiver in number 18, Demarcus Lodge, which kind of I can say evens the field a little bit, but as you could watch against these South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, Lodge is just a little bit too much for a lot of these defensive backs in uh, heck in and around because a lot of defensive backs are under six foot one. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's a D one player. He's already committed to Texas A and M, going down there with Calvin Hill Jr. next year, and I mean, Trill. he's he, he's ready. He's ready. He has the body, the frame. Uh, he speaks well. I mean, I, I had a chance to do an interview with him, and they had no answer for him. Now, the quarterback, I, I, I see what you were saying. He he did uh, have, what, a, I think 50, 54% um, completion. Yep. Yeah, completion. Uh, I think it was 10 for 19, no interceptions, two touchdowns, which – I mean, you'll take though. Really, those are kind of some Russell Wilson type stats with a few more completions. So yeah, but you know, I, me personally, going up against a smaller five A division school, and you could clearly see Cedar Hill had double the amount of boys. So right. a, a couple of the guys that were playing on Sox team were actually playing both sides of the ball. Right. So Cedar Hill was able to actually even move defensive guys in to keep fresh legs because occasionally. Even though South Oak Cliff was running a hurry-up offense, they had to stop and reset. And I think it was because of the size of a Super A, excuse me, a Super Six A school, just outmatching them there when it comes to things like amount of talent, not just pure talent. Oh yeah, the ba- the battle of attrition was definitely evident um, as the game went. That forward. was your phrase of the weekend. It, it was. I mean, because it was hot, and you had. I mean, they were basically double, almost double the amount of players. So you knew at some point that was going to have to take a toll at some point. And and it did toward the end when Cedar Hill had the lead and were putting the foot on the gas. Exactly. At the beginning of the third, no, it was right at the end of the second quarter. um, South Oak Cliff 
quarterback scramble for about a 67-yard touchdown, which showed yes. a couple of weaknesses in that Cedar Hill defensive line, yes. also in that secondary as well, because the Golden Bears were able to throw for two touchdowns in the red zone against the Cedar Hill Longhorns. So for those Super 6A schools out here that are checking them out, DeSoto, um, Allen, South Lake, to name a few, check that defensive line right there. So that was our Saturday matchup. We had a great yes. time out there at John Kincaid. Thanks to uh, Lone Star Sports yes. for hooking us up Definitely. and letting us out Appreciate there. Appreciate the hospitality. Thanks to and that barbecue. Yes. Man, we got, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even go any further, I mean, they, they, we always get fed. Everyone that Coach Rob on did, we oh, go you. eat, you know. But they had some barbecue that was catered. I don't even know who catered this barbecue. It may have been the pig, the pig and the cow itself. I don't know. I swear I think it was the pig and the cow. But man, that chopped beef and those, what kind of links he said those were? Smoky Denmarks. Smoky Denmarks. Smoky Denmarks. Oh my God. Yeah, we had Smoky Denmarks. It was delicious. <sighs> That was delicious. So mm. if you want to hear play-by-play play, mm. every Friday, check mm. us out. We have, and we'll talk about this next matchup, every DeSoto game for you. Check us out on rfsportsradio.com. That's rfsportsradio.com. So, look, let's move on to the second game we covered last week was my favorite, the DeSoto Eagles versus the Arlington Martin Warriors. Yes. It was actually a pretty good game out in Midlothian. They have a wonderful stadium out there. Big shout outs to the whole Midlothian Independent School District for taking care of everybody in the press booth, all the press members, including OMD and Coach Rob. Yes. Big shout outs to my mom for bringing that mixer board that I left so we could make sure we got that broadcast for everybody on RFSportsRadio.com. But right into the meat and potatoes of this DeSoto game. There is a six foot five quarterback that is making his, I guess his first start as a, on the varsity squad. As a junior. As a junior. Tristan Wallace. Yes. Six foot five. Cam Newton style running, I mean, uh, quarterback. quarterback. Dual threat quarterback at that. Great arm. Elusive speed. Man. The whole first quarter that we were checking the game out, he had probably a couple scrambles to the edge. Um, and he really didn't impress me right then. But then, once again, right at the end of the second half, I don't know, I guess defenses are tired in this first part of the season, but right at the end of the second half, Tristan ran for a, for a sure 80-yard quarterback scramble straight down the middle of the field, and that's where the elusive speed comes in. You have to check him out. So with, with you saying that on that run, I just wanted to point out he's a quarterback. He had 217 rushing yards. 217 rushing yards. That DeSoto offense really mixes it up. Yeah, he had 11 carries for 217. He averaged 20 yards a carry at quarterback. And and don't say he can't throw. Give him, he a, was give 10, him, give him the air numbers. He was 10 for 17 in the air. How many yards? Four touchdowns. How many yards? I don't even want to tell. Four touchdowns worth. 287 yards passing. The young man. Averaging 29 yards a pass. Four touchdowns. The young man was shy two or three yards of a 500-yard game. Alone. 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 On his own. How How do you throw for 287 yards 
and rush for 217 yards. And the majority of that was put up in the second half. And, and then he, no, the majority of that was put up in the first half. Rushing yards or passing yards? The, the <laughs> game. I mean, that guy was. Because remember, he went out in the third. Matter of fact, he did go and out. The he third. went out. The, he he went played out maybe, maybe a third of the third quarter. And then they brought the, the backup in. The backup in. He did this in a quarter and a third. Yeah, and, I'm going to say. A half and a third. I'm going to say it was half of the third quarter because they did bring yeah. the backup quarter backup quarterback in. With about and eight minutes With left. about eight minutes left. Yeah. And he was pretty impressive. Shaky off the beginning of the start. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he kind of held his own. He got it together. And that's really good for a system like DeSoto to start utilizing their quarterback because you don't want someone getting hurt like this in this new Super 6A conference that they're having to go through. It's going to be brutal facing off against that South Lake and that Allen defense. But um what impressed me with DeSoto, of course, was Tristan Wallace, but also that offensive line, like you said, coached the battle of attrition. Yeah. That offensive line held up. I believe there was only two sacks in the total game for that DeSoto offensive line, and those sacks came from movement outside of the protected pocket yeah yeah some like some a couple of outside blitz blitz packages and Mm -hmm. rushes and yeah now what does concern me about the desoto eagles secondary because they gave up a couple big plays on um offense on passes but the defensive line if you remember there was a running back that played for the game uh arnington martin nick smith yeah and nick smith rushed for three touchdowns and I think about 150 something yards against the Eagles. And he might have put his yards up. The Eagles had more firepower, but you have to watch out for running backs like that. And the Eagles facing off against these top tier teams like they are, are going to have to be ready for some running backs. So I'm looking for those weaknesses to be shored up on the defensive line this week coming up. Yeah, but I just feel when you got Wallace at quarterback, man, I, I got to see somebody stop that kid. Now, let me see. He, no, somebody got to stop that man. Cause that that's a grown man. That, that, he plays very, 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 very elite level of football. At six foot five, coach, he's going to have to, and he probably will. But they will have another test this week as they face off against Eastern Christian Academy from Maryland. Maryland. So you know these guys are not a pushover team because they're actually playing. They played Coppell last week. Mm-hmm. They're playing DeSoto this week, and I believe – no, no, excuse me. They played Allen, DeSoto, and next week they're playing Capel. And they're ranked number five in the state of Maryland. Of Maryland. There you go. So, so hey, that says a lot. It's going to be some work for the DeSoto Eagles, but you know what? It's a perfect time for them to get that kind of work in right now Yeah. because, like, I can't keep saying this enough. Yeah. Before the district with this Super 6A division comes off, you're squaring off against nothing but the biggest and the best here in Texas. Hey, and me and Coach Rob, which I am. I say you by yourself? <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, Omi D, we will be there broadcasting the play-by-play on rsportsradio.com. When you see us in the building, Hey, feel free. Stop us for selfies. We kiss babies. Omi D kiss grandmothers. Sure do. It's a. Hey, granny. We're there. We're there. 7.30. We're on the call. Tune in early. RFSportsRadio.com. If you're out at the DeSoto Football Stadium, find me on Facebook. Find me everywhere. Omi D online. O-M-I-E-D online. Hey, we might even bring you up to the press box. Maybe let you say something or take a picture up there. Right? Okay. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, because I said so, and I'm the only person that matters. But right now, we're about to take a quick break and get back to Coach Rob's favorite part of the show. What the hell? What the hell? When we come back, we're going to talk about dead wrestlers, Jerry Jones, and people popping mollies once again in the NFL. Molly will. Let's get these amphetamines rolling. We'll be right back on the OMD and Coach Rob show. Monday Night Madness at Club Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. All football season, every Monday night football game, $10 beer buckets, $350 wells, shot specials all night long, and $25 gift card giveaways, plus domino and card tables will be available. Come out Monday night for the game at Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas, Monday Night Madness. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Big Clean. 2014 Urban Underground Awards is dedicated to bringing recognition to the nation's hard working, unsigned, underrated, and all music genres, fashion, bloggers, internet radio stations, and 20 plus categories. The 2014 Urban Underground Award is scheduled date and live television taping is September the 20th, 2014, at the Green Elephant in Dallas, Texas. Make sure you upload www.cboyradio.com for voting information that starts June the 3rd. More information and sponsorship, call 817 941 If you haven't heard of Flair 4 Boutique, located at 917 Northampton in DeSoto, you've been missing out. Celebrity dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, and more, all to add to your flair. Juniors and plus sizes are available, so ladies, get here today. Mention that you heard this ad on the RF Sports Network and receive 20% off until October 4th. Flair 4 Boutique, 917 Northampton in DeSoto, directly behind Jack in the Box. Back, it's the Omi D and Coach what Rob show. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's the name. Of it. I thought she was like, really, bro? We was, I thought we were doing the song thing. I thought we was working on the rib sandwich part two. I want a rib sandwich with no bread. Yeah, sauce on the side. Coming up on the next break. There we go. Anyway, Coach Rob, what? It's your favorite segment. The hell. We'll let you start off because you, I know you, what? have something you want to talk about. Because I got a two, one thing to talk about this dear to my heart right now. What? The and hell? I just need a minute or two to gain my composure. What? The hell? So I can talk about this. What? Coach, coach, coach. Quiet. The hell? We just need a moment of silence from everyone listening for The Undertaker 
That's right. WWF's own The Undertaker has finally passed on to the real afterlife. So right now, a moment of silence for The Undertaker. All right. So, yes, yes. If you don't know who The Undertaker is, WWF's very own The Undertaker how long has the Undertaker been wrestling? Man, do you know when the Under Undertaker was so cold, I thought he was kind of superhuman. You when know, he first came out. Yeah. Like he if he walked in my living room, he would scare the hell out of me. Yeah. He had the eyes, the the clear oh, eyes. Oh man, when he would throw that hair back in them eyes and then he oh man, that's 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 do it. Do it right? one of the legends is gone. Ultimate Warrior died last week. Last week? Last week. I thought it was last year. Mm-mm, last week. Ultimate Warrior died last week? I think it was last Where week. was I? I think Ultimate Warrior died this year. Yeah, but I think it was it's, President last week. I think it was last week. Nah, Might have yeah. been two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Either way it go, yeah, another legend is gone. So, <laughs> I want everyone real quick, like, and I forgot to tell you guys about this, to give their favorite Ultimate Warrior moment. Mine, personally, is going to be any of the cage battles with him... And Mick Foley. Y'all remember Mick Foley? Yeah. Crazy Mankind and stuff like that? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack made those comebacks. Mankind. What about you, Coach Rob? Man, my my favorite thing with Ultimate Warrior was to any time watching him fly off that top turnbuckle. Yeah, he got that was mine. That that just, I I don't care if it was on a little kid. If he was flying off that top turnbuckle. That was that was I was I was ready. I, I've I've jumped off of many couch arms onto the couch doing the Ultimate Warrior off the turnbuckle. Yeah, and it was amazing because he was a huge guy. Yeah, he was a huge guy. He was about six five, six six, yeah. ginormous dude. Yeah, and always in all black and hung out with that little creepy dude named Paul Bearer. Now you talking about the Undertaker? You said, you? you said the Ultimate Warrior. No, I said the Undertaker died. I said the Ultimate Warrior died. I know. You're right, but then you, I said the, did I say favorite Ultimate Warrior menu? Yeah, no, that's what. No, no, no. Time out. <laughs> 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 uh, Hold on. If it's about, if that was different, let me get my favorite Ultimate Warrior memory. <laughs> it wasn't the top. <laughs> Bell Buckers, when he jumped on the stage, you know, on the ring, when he first, you know, come in the ring and he grabbed the top belt thing, he'd be like, Oh like yeah, when he's yeah. going nuts, on going turn, nuts, turn on yeah. the rope. That was mine. But Undertaker, I always like when he popped through the dang uh, ring, through the bottom of the, the, bottom, of the, the ring. bottom of the ring. Where like, and he'd always be gone for like six or seven, eight months, yeah. and it'd be somebody like Chris Jericho and Hulk Hogan talking in the middle of the ring or something, and then you hear, Doom. and then you hear uh, Jerry the King lawyer, oh my god, and it just get, <laughs> it just get dark. All the lights turn off. Say, so, hey, you be sitting there sweating. And then it's like, it takes a long time too. And all the lights and everybody's like, ah. Yeah. yeah. And then like, they turn the lights on and it's like, it's nothing in the ring. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. pulls Hulk Hogan down. It's over with. I tell you what I used to love. What was that? Undertaker. That doggone chokes, man. Ooh, man. and then he put the people in the coffin. Oh man! Well, the choke slam, but before he do the choke slam, put the claw up in there. Yeah, when he put it, it in, because you know what's yeah. coming. You know he look at everybody throwing that hair to the side. Yeah. Oh man! As soon as he pick you up, slam you on the back of your head, you dead. It's over. Pull out the coffin and that creepy pallbearer dude. 
casket time. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Now, I, I want to speak on some on his death. All right, so the ultimate warrior, his wife you found mean the him. Undertaker. Excuse me, Undertaker, ultimate warrior, two yeah, different, two people. different people. The yeah. Undertaker's <laughs> wife found him dead in their Houston home. Now he suffered a concussion in WrestleMania 30 with his match versus uh, Brock Lesnar. Now his wife found him, and quoting the article, she says, "No lie, I went up to the bedroom wanting some, and he was not moving." So she says she shake, shook him, pushed him, and even hit him across the back with a folding chair, <laughs> and she could get nothing from him. Now this, I'm quoting this. So she <laughs> calls nine one one, and when she calls nine one one, she can hear faint amounts of breathing. By the time nine one one gets to the home, he's out of there. Ding 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 ding. We're gonna stop this car. Oh, we're gonna put it in reverse. <laughs> We're gonna bag up to the folding chair. Folding chair. Folding chair. Okay. Which caught me off guard too. First off, what the hell, <laughs> Undertaker wife? I've never heard of anybody hitting somebody in the back with a folding chair to see if they alive. That's. Well, see, and I, I thought about that too. I was wondering if the fact of the matter was. Was that something that, you know, maybe because you've been through so many injuries, concussions, and things like that, like he has to be violently, you know, no, removed from no. sleep? Like, no. no, no. What do you think happened, Coach? I think she kid. I think she beat him with a chair. And then, I mean, come on. I, I beat, I beat him with a chair to see if he was alive. They was probably, they was play wrestling. Play, yeah, they, <laughs> play wrestling with a folding chair. <laughs> called role playing. Yeah, no, 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 you, you never hit Joe. anybody over the back with a folding chair coach to wake them up. Can't say I have. All right. How about you, Spank? Not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, never heard of it. I might tomorrow just to see for scientific reasons. Well, you you gonna be making a story like the Undertaker wife, <laughs> <laughs> baby. She don't beat that man with that chair, baby. Give Talk me the folding chair. See, I'm tell you right there. I was going to get me some. See, it sounded like to me she was trying to go get some. Undertaker was like, man, look here, I'm tired. I got a concussion the other day. I don't feel like that. So she picked up one of them chairs. She said, you don't, you don't say you don't want to wrestle with them dudes in the ring and hit them with that chair. That's what I think. Can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, normally when you start stories, I'm, I just shake my head. Hey, that, that, be like, no, but you know what? That's what I think. I think we're going to have some more news coming up about this one because although he did have a concussion and they did, you know, he finished the match actually with a concussion unbeknownst to everyone watching the match. Yeah. And I didn't know this. Brock Lesnar, like when a wrestler is injured in the ring, the other wrestler is now responsible for helping finish the match and keeping the guy safe. Brock Lesnar fights UFC fights. Big old boy. Okay. That's first mistake number one. How big a boy are you? Wrestling is fake. UFC is real. No, Brock Lesnar, I will not wrestle you for real. Brock Lesnar, if you're listening, Coach Rob says he wants to wrestle you for no. real. Hit me up on my Twitter, no. OBD Online. He can wrestle with an elephant gun because that's okay. all that's going to happen. He come charging at me because that's a big old moose. I'll take him. I'll take him 30 seconds. That's all I go. Shh. 
So big shout outs to the Undertaker. Now, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, the final R.I.P. Definitely. It almost feels kind of weird because he's always been the guy of death, and now he's actually dying or dead. Like, what's his funeral gonna be like? Is black. Paul Bearer gonna be there? Everybody gonna wear black trench coats. I wonder is Paul Bearer gonna be there? And the ha- hair is gonna be wet. I'm going. <laughs> it's in Houston. Uh, it's in Houston. So make sure you check the feeds, Man. the YouTubes, everything out for the funeral for the Undertaker. I got it right this time. The Undertaker. R.I.P. Hey, let's move on to uh, Coach Rob. He got one for Jerry Jones. <sighs> Jerry, 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 Jerry Jones. Man, what the hell, man? We already got enough problems in Dallas. We already can't get the media off of us. We finally got Dez Bryant to quit sagging in the mall. And here you come with more circus acts. Did y'all hear about this man? He signed, Lamar, I mean, Michael, Michelle, Michael, Sam, what's his name? Michael Sam. Michael Sam. I almost said Michelle. He signed Michael Sam. Look, look, I'm not going to even, I'm going to look. <laughs> You said that, and I know you were being funny, but I was actually trying to type something in the other day on my phone about Michael Sam, like yes. responding to a, a Facebook post or something, yes. and actually type Michelle. I wasn't trying to. Like, I, I swear, I promise, and I felt kind of bad. Auto spell. No, it wasn't, it wasn't even auto spell check. I was really trying to write Michael, and I just oh, and I put, man. it said M-I-C-H-E-L. I said, I didn't call the boy Michelle. And it, it, it was funny to me just because of the situation, but I had to share that with all our listeners because I'm cool with oh, them like man. that. But, Coach, do you really think that this is a football-based move no. or a marketing ploy? And, and that's why I got a problem with it. I have no problem with Michael Sam and him pursuing his dreams if it is to be an NFL defensive end. I have no problem with that whatsoever. He was cut by the St. Louis Rams. They didn't have a need for him. We picked him up. And we, the Dallas Cowboys, because I believe blue and silver, to get on the practice squad to sell practice squad jerseys. That's why this was done. Jerry has came out and they, he's going to sell his jerseys. Nah, now, he's honestly, on the practice squad. I'm going to be real with you. Jerry Jones, being that kind of marketing PR guy, I could see him getting a piece of that action. I personally thought... He would have picked up like a Johnny Manziel in the sense of selling jerseys. Excuse me. I've always felt that a lot of the Cowboys picks and the contract renewals are based on jersey sales whatsoever. So, uh, well, if you wear a Cowboy jersey, it's going to sell. I mean, it's, it's that simple. If you are a key position for the Cowboys, that jersey going to sell. And that's why he sit up there and got Michael Sam. He's not Michael Sam on the practice squad. He's not suiting now. He won't. He gonna be. You know them dudes on the sideline with the cowboy hat on and the towel. Oh, that's who those guys are. Yeah, that that's gonna be Michael Sam. Now, see, I just and they gonna sell his jersey. Now, Jerry Jones is normally the first of all NFL owners to do things. He's the one that pretty much wanted, uh, pretty much sued the NFL so he could start charging and marketing everything including the bottoms of the seats everything so do you think a lot of the other coaches and teams are going to have a problem with jerry now starting to sell practice squad jerseys i don't think they'll have a problem with him selling practice squad jerseys i think in this case 
because the first thing, and, and this is what strikes me about about Michael Sam and the whole situation. He came out with all of these distractions. I, I, me personally, I just feel like you, you're there to play football. Your sexual preference is not needed. No other players came out. I like women or I like men. Like that, that has no place in football. It's not about sex. It's about a game of football, first of all. And you're selling jerseys based off a sexual preference. It's no different than the Victoria's Secret that's sitting inside of Dallas Stadium, the only stadium on the on the earth with a Victoria's Secret in there because it's about sex. Jerry doesn't care about football no more. He just wants some sex. You seen him with the little girls dancing. Look, I can't deny and argue with Jerry I'm angry. about that. I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. We need uh, some players. And my baby. Last in the league in defense, we selling practice, Jerry. Practice. I agree. We talking about practice? Practice? And my baby need to go to the Victoria's Secret Cowboy store. God. Yeah. Practice? We selling pink Victoria's Secret jerseys and blue Michael Sam jerseys. Come on, man. It's not about sex. It's about football. I'm going to trumpet. It's not about love. It's what not the about hell? who you love. It's not about who you're married to. <laughs> but apparently in the NFL, it might be about who you put your hands on. Exactly. So Come on. I'm going to say this much because even in law enforcement, this became something very interesting. With the changing rules of um, domestic violence in the NFL, mm-hmm. in this situation, what if there's a domestic <laughs> violence situation between him and his his partner, how is the NFL going to handle that? That's a fight. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so how does the NFL handle that? Like, you're going to have Ray Rice like, wait a minute, hold on, dog, hold on. You know, you have the 49ers, Harbaugh's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, if you put your hands on anybody, anybody, it can be a situation. So, you know, I think, like you said, Jerry Jones, sometimes you got to put your head in to something more than just out of take your head out of just marketing and give the fans what they want which is a championship caliber team but moving on to what the fans want at the kentucky derby i didn't know this but they were popping mollies at the kentucky derby last year were they all or was someone well, apparently Wes Welker was hanging out with orlando skandrick (laughs) somebody that orlando skandrick hangs out with and popped them a molly at the Kentucky Derby, unbeknownst to Wes Welker, he did a molly at the Kentucky Derby. You know what's funny? How every time a NFL, NBA, MLB, UFC, anybody get caught with any kind of substance, they had no freaking clue. I don't put drugs in my body. No freaking clue. You knew what you ate the other day. You knew what size socks. You knew how much you spent on that car. You knew about that shelf, the chick, and your wife, and your other girlfriend. Yeah. But you did not know you had a that you had a mind. I have to agree with you, Coach. Like, who is who is serving up these drinks to everybody? I mean, you know. That's who I want to find. Yeah. And how do you get to yeah, you just <laughs> The same person. The I just, same bartender. Yeah, let, let me go over here and get, get Wes a Miley. Yeah, I'd get Orlando get, one. Let, yeah, come Come on, no, man. Seriously? What the hell? Who is this bartender? What the hell? They need to tweet all NFL <laughs> celebrities and stars. If you go to a bartender, tweet the picture Look of here. the bartender out first. Say. So if it happens to you, you got proof. Look here. For now, nothing but bottled water. Make sure the top, the top is sealed. There you, you go. Just, just bottled water, tap, top sealed. 
you good. Now, Coach, do you think Amali really enhances their abilities on the field? Yeah, <laughs> field of what? <laughs> the field, field of, of football. Field of streams. <laughs> no, the field of football. On the football game. I'm not saying that you've done Molly's. I've never done a Molly before. But Wait, what was Molly's? A methamphetamine. Uh, Ringwall. <laughs> She's a famous actress from the yeah. 80s. Uh, but do you think a Molly really should be considered a banned substance? I mean, it's already now, a drug. Now, but does it improve ability? I can't, and that's the thing with drugs. They affect everyone differently. So I can't say it does or doesn't improve its ability, but if it's banned, it's banned. And that, that's the thing, if, especially with football. It's, it's certain things you out there knocking each other head off, you know, literally. It, it, it's a brutal game. It's not needed. I can understand if you're taking something to help with, with your muscles or help with recovery or, you know, stuff like that after a game. But, man, you out there popping mollies, using them as a Viagra. That's basically what it is. Come Busted. On. Come on. I think you're busted. Come on, man. You out there in, the, in them horse stables looking at them little trainers. Man, because now you said that. Um, God, I cannot remember which picture that was for Major League Baseball. I'm going to look it up on the break. But they had found, I guess, uh, a large amount of Viagra in his system. And basically, he was using those pills to help aid with his muscle recovery. Mm. And he was suspended for like 20 games. Mm-hmm. It's getting rough out there. No Tic Tacs for sports players. It's all organics, nothing but bottled water and fresh juices. He's trying to use his 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 royal <laughs> royalness. His royalness. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it at that. All right, and we're gonna stop it. And on that note, when we come back, we're gonna talk about college football on the OMD and Coach Rive Show. Let's talk about Bama struggle and what is Texas gonna do for a quarterback? All the teams here. We'll be right back. Keep it royal. Monday Night Madness at Club Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. All football season, every Monday night football game, $10 beer buckets, $350 wells, shot specials all night long, and $25 gift card giveaways plus domino and card tables will be available. Come out Monday night for the game at Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. Monday Night Madness. OBD and Coach Rob Show is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.com. A leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're listening to us on right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is audibletrial.com backslash rfsports, you get one free audiobook and one month free service with that sign up. They have everything from green eggs and ham to rich dad, poor dad. Check it out today at audibletrial.com backslash rfsports. That's audibletrial.com backslash RF Sports. Like a real sandwich. With extra barbecue sauce on the side. Ain't nothing like a real sandwich, baby. 
With barbecue sauce on the side Don't want my bread to get soggy, baby So put my sauce on the side I want my sauce on the side Don't you hear me, lady? Oh, is that hairnet too tight? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm looking at your menu It look real good uh, I see some meat on the wood. Uh, I see some blades going down. Uh, chopped beef by the pound. Yeah. All I want though, really, uh, is a real sandwich, really. Yeah. One for my partner, Billy. Yeah. But he want his sauce on the side. Sauce on the side. Sauce on the side. Sauce on the side. I don't want my sauce on my sandwich. I want my sauce on the side. Put it on the side. Hey, we are back. It's the OVD and Coach Rob show. Back live. About to talk to it was Roger Clemens who took the Viagra and got caught. Yeah. Here's Roger Clemens. Roger. Big shout outs to Texas Rod. He's down there coaching at Rice University. Roger. Big Rog. Roger. Speaking of Rice University, they lost last week in college football. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> who expected them to win? Harvard. <laughs> and their parents. That was funny. But look, let's talk about some serious problems that we're having right now in Texas college football, which is injuries. Injuries. Let's start with the University of Texas. Big shout out to the University of Texas for winning. Hook 'em horns. Hook 'em. Their last game. Hook em. Excuse me, the game last week against the North Texas Green Eagles. That's terrible. The North, North Texas, Texas Green, Green Eagles. Eagles. Like, University of North Texas. I know. I'm saying like the North Texas Green Eagles. Green Eagles. You gotta <laughs> say it with some, some eagle in you. Some did eagle. they, did the Green Eagles win? Nah, they lost. Can't they say lost it with UT. no conviction. They lost to UT. Um, but the UT quarterback, David Ash, suffered another concussion in the first quarter. Mm. And if you recall last year in college football, he missed the last nine games of the season. Due to a concussion. Mm, that, that, that could be a red flag for as an NFL quarterback. And I'm going to say as far as a starting quarterback for the University of Texas, I think after sophomore Tyrone Swoops gets in here, who stands at six foot four, 243 pounds, gets that, in here. That's a man. He's going to have his hands full because their starting center, Dom Espinosa, Broke his ankle this week at the UNT home opener. So they're going to have a rookie center and a rookie quarterback starting in the middle of that offense. Coach, how do you think the Longhorns are going to fare this week? You know what? That may not be so bad. A lot of times when you're a second string, you get your reps together. So I'm sure this center and quarterback have worked together just as much as the starting center and starting quarterback. This actually may be something that works to an advantage for the quarterback in coming into this situation. They're familiar with each other. I have to agree with you. That's a pretty good point to bring up, Coach. I never really thought about it in that sense of the matter. So you got a second-string center, a second-string quarterback, all these first-string guys who've been taking reps all this week. Do you think that that game is going to, or excuse me, do you think those changes are going to fare positively for the Longhorns when they meet 
OU in October? October, yes. Today, no. I think that will be a very, 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 very bad thing because I know Stoops and he would send 15 people right up the middle of that defense. So now, no. Now, by the time October rolls around and State Fair and Corny Dogs are rolling around, uh, yes. Texas will be ready because we'll still be undefeated and we will beat OU. Still undefeated and we'll beat OU. Okay. Yes, you so, heard it here. Coach Rob, he said it. Whiny Orange, let's get it. All right. Well, I'm going to still predict Texas over OU on that one. Big shout outs to the homie D-Ron Silas up there in the Sooner Nation. They played pretty well this weekend, and they won their game. We'll get into the college top ten in just a little bit. But let's talk about another Texas team who's suffering with injuries that's in the top ten. It's those Baylor Bears of Waco, Texas. Those BU Bears. But Bears. Now, (laughs) Bryce Petty, which is their starting quarterback, who was a Heisman hopeful last year and led the, uh, the Bears to another successful season following an RG3 season, has injured his transverse processes in his back, which is basically his spinal column. Some like uh, if you know the spinal column has like some little wings or flanges that sticks off of them in different directions. Right. He's broken or chipped a couple of those. <clears throat> Not really like a major back injury that can lead to like paralysis or anything like that, but it's definitely painful. And you saw that in the second half or of uh, the game as he actually went back into the game with a broken back, was not as successful as you used to seeing Petty B throwing the ball. And he said this himself. He wasn't able to torque his body in the manner that he needed to do it. Yeah, with a broken back, that pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Now he's going to play. Petty says he wants to play this week. Yeah, I bet he does want to play. But I wouldn't risk playing in a college game with a broke back. Yeah, and even though it's just a transverse process, something like, you know, not really something that could cause paralysis, but that's something well, that you might have to wait. I mean, well, you you be you are weakened, so it could lead to a bigger back injury. So if I was Bryce and I was those coaches down at Baylor, I would probably sit him out for this game. Yeah. You're still early on in the season, and you might not be out of the playoffs just yet if you lose one game. You're still early on in your life. I mean, <laughs> Good point. a broke back? Like, I mean, let's, let's really think about this. A broke back. Go play quarterback in college with a broke back. Oh, I, I've never done that before. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm just personally going to say Cook I Cook an omelet with a broke back. <laughs> stand up with a broke back. I had a back sprain once exactly. and I could barely stand up. Man, so I know. If my back itch too bad, it's rough. That's a problem. Got to do what you got to do for that scholarship and that $5,000. So. <laughs> It's all worth it when you're in a wheelchair coming out of college. Get that check, baby. Got to get that money. Got to get that dough. Now, that brings up the end of the old Texas QB struggles because the rest of the UT team, excuse me, the state of Texas team did pretty well. And a lot of the college teams, as you know, it's like preseason for these guys. So they had a lot of, um, shall we say, easy games. Let's talk about the, the rookie, or should I say freshman, Standout sensation in Texas. Me? No. Oh. I didn't say senior. I said <laughs> rookie freshman. Let's call Masters League a bit, what they said in boxing. It's Masters, not seniors. Kenny Hill Jr. <laughs> Kenny Trill. <laughs> Let's talk about Kenny Trill. Man, hey. Kenny said Manziel who? 
Manziel, Manziel said, who? Manziel said, Kenny football, baby. Shh, man. Yeah, the new football is Kenny football. This man, first game of the season, killed Manziel's records. Two records. Period. Passing yards. Over 500 yards. 511 to be exact. Yes. And 44 completions, 44 out of 60, in his first game in a hostile environment of South Carolina. D1, SEC, South Carolina, Spurrier, and he gave it to him. The business. Gave it to him. He looked like he was at South Lake. I think they scored 52 points in that game. Man, he scored a, a hell of a lot of points. 52 <laughs> points in that game. He put it up, man. 511 yards and 44 for 60, trumping all of Johnny Manziel's rushing yards. The old ball coach from South Carolina clearly said this in the press interview. What did he say? We were outplayed everywhere. Tremendous. He said we were outplayed on offense. Yep. We were outplayed special teams. Yep. We was outplayed defense. Yep. We was outcoached. He said yep. we, and this is what he said, we were outplayed from the word go. They were outplayed from the word Kenny football. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a really good game if you didn't catch it. Um, was it last Wednesday? No, Thursday, excuse me, on the SEC network, Texas A&M squared off against the University of South Carolina. Carolina. And it was actually a pretty good game up until the end of the second quarter until Kenny Hill Trill set into his rhythm, got himself established, started hitting some receivers, a couple of tight ends. And man, for a while, I didn't even know if they had a running back in the back of the field. They didn't, I, I didn't just, need I one. just thought they were just lining up in a no back set and it just, he just kept flinging the ball. He mm-hmm. just kept throwing it and throwing it and he kept completing passes and he kept hitting his, um, that tight, uh, excuse me, the wide receiver from New Orleans, yeah. Speedy Noel. And if you haven't seen Speedy play, you're missing something on wide hey, receiver. The first name tells it all. Speedy Noel. You got Speedy and you got Kenny football. Trill. What, what trill. you gonna do with, I, I've never completed 44 passes on Madden. You've never completed 44 passes at the dinner table. Yeah, I don't want to complete 44 <laughs> passes at the dinner table. <laughs> that record you can have. <laughs> but 44 passes completed in the SEC against a ranked opponent. Not anymore. Down, down. I bet down. they miss Clowney now. I bet they wish he was taking some plays off in, in Carolina right now. I don't know what South Carolina wish. <laughs> they wish they could start this season all the way see, over. See, Clowney wasn't no dumb. He's like, man, look here. I know I, what I uh, contribute to this team. I got to team. I got to play for the league next year. I ain't got time for this. He was smart. That's what he didn't have time for. He was smart. But where A and M does look weak, where? Well, heck, they looked weak in the first half there, but was on, once again, the secondary, those cornerbacks. They gave up a couple of big plays to Nick Brown um, for touchdowns in that South Carolina game. But once they kind of, I guess, the defensive back coach really saw what was going on, he kind of put it together, and they shut it down to about the fourth quarter where they got open again. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to say it's quite weak, but. That was like two, two and a half quarters that really, really, really worried me for those A&M Aggies as they go up against Alabama. They're going to go up against Bama Uh-oh. pretty soon. Uh-oh. Now, now, now let, me ask, let me ask you this. Bo. Do you think Kenny Football can do that against the Saban and Bama? Now, the way that Saban and Bama looked this week, 
it's possible because Saban and Bammy went up against West Virginia mm-hmm. and Coach Rob, mm-hmm. OMD has to say, I did call this game. I said What'd that West Virginia was going to lose to Bammy. And you said Bammy was going to win by a billion points. I ain't say a billion. I said a million. million. Bammy only won by 10 points against West Virginia. It's a million. That's, I mean, double digits. Rock Fisher called that one. But, uh, I'm, that's it. Oklahoma State. My kids fed. Thank y'all. There you go. Kids don't eat books. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, what worried me, man, the, the defense. Now, a team like West Virginia, I mean, they're they're an okay team. They're not really a, a, heck, they're not even ranked in the top 40. So, Letting them put up 23 points, and you might say, eh, 23 points is not a lot, but I expect an Alabama defense to put a team like West Virginia in their place and not, and at least put up 50 something points, not just 33. They suffered a couple of injuries. Well, really just one, um, offensive injury, which was mm-hmm. to DeAndre, excuse me, DeAndre White, mm-hmm. which is a wide receiver. He went out with a shoulder injury, but really you had all your big name people and you still were only able to put up 33 points. What is wrong with the saving? Oh, you gonna blame it on Lane Kiffin? What's that? What's that? What are you gonna say, huh? What are you gonna say, huh? Well, anytime Lane Kiffin is involved, <laughs> you didn't help your argument whatsoever. We know about them Kiffins. Uh, <laughs> father and son. Uh, I'm dealing with him now with the Cowboys. Uh, what happened was, no, man, 33 points in a, in a football game? That's, you can't have a, a be mad at 33 points in a football game, especially with the being the first game of the season. You got a lot of new starters on both sides of the ball. You got to jail, man. They won. They did what they had to do. They going to make the playoffs. It's Bammy. It's the saving. Nothing else needs to be said. Three lost seasons. Three lost, three lost season. Fisher calls a three lost season. Oh no, A&M is one of them. So, so y'all saying Texas and Bama ain't gonna be in the playoffs? (laughs) That's y'all telling me. Y'all telling me because I, I think Texas and Bama gonna be there. So you got two spots left because you got Texas and Bama. I really don't even care who else there. So long as UT, Texas Texas and Bama. Bama. Texas, I'm telling y'all, man. Are we recording this? <laughs> <laughs> Texas finna go undefeated up to my, to they get to OU. They gonna beat OU, and that's when that old momentum gonna kick in. So Texas is gonna trump Texas A&M. Ain't nobody worried about Kenny football. Now look, we do have a chance to have a Texas champion. Like we could have Texas A&M face off against UT, and UT if, gonna win. All right, right on. And so. <laughs> um, down for Bammy. <laughs> Down for Bammy. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up because I know you're a big Bammy fan, but I think Bama struggled. Alabama does not look that good to me. There was a couple times that the quarterback was struggling in the new offense, and he Nick was. Saban actually told Kiff, Kiffin, excuse me, I'm going to call him Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, to switch up to a no huddle, which is what darn near everybody's running in, in football now. Yeah, and they were able up. to uh, – to put some points on the board, but only 33 points. Really, Alabama only put up 33 points. So, there you go. DeSoto put up 53 points and against Bama. DeSoto. See, y'all just going way too far now. Y'all go, now, Wallace might get him a couple yards, but y'all going way too far now. 
Look, I'm putting John I, I, Tyler Lee, John Tyler Lee up against Batman this year. Shout out to everybody checking us out in East hold Texas. On, hold on, uh, uh, Cleveland DJ Spanky Jane. Is the, are we recording? Like they said earlier, we recording. It's all live. Yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> it's not looking good for Bammy. They also got a defensive injury that I want to let everybody know about. Jarek Williams, defensive back, four weeks out with a fractured foot. And they still don't know who's going to be their starting QB. Coach Rob, they're out man, of there. The Saban might start a quarterback. I don't know. They're going to win. Fired and fined. Another Move. game. Go ahead. Florida State and Oklahoma State. Right in our backyard. That was kind of a disappointing game for me as well. It was? Well, okay, I'm going to say it was disappointing from what Florida State put up there. Cash out for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma State definitely surprised me this game, though, with their quarterback. Let me see what his name is. J.W. Walsh. Yeah. He's got some impressive feet, man. Watch this guy in the Big 12. But he had a pedicure or something? No, no, no. No, no, no. He was running. Oh, oh. He was okay. running. He was running. <laughs> had a couple big breaks. You know what I'm saying? He did that. Yeah. But had a crucial fumble in the fourth quarter, which really allowed, um, I guess it was that momentum, that turnover, put Florida State up. Yeah. And I don't think Oklahoma State, with only like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, was going to be able to close that deficit gap. So they only, I think the final score was 37-31. to 31. It was it was definitely inter- to me that's a good entertaining game, and the fact that old shellfish Winston handled up, hey, through his first red zone hey, interception, man, you you know coming off a of baseball season, you know, and, you know he he thought he was in the outfield, he missed the cutout. It's okay, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> it happens. And that was the last college game we want to talk about. It's time for some NFL. Are you sure? After the break. Wait a minute. So we got to do cottage picks? Match up? got to do it? What's the big game? Big game of the week. What's the big game? Stanford versus USC. That's a Pac-12 matchup, number 13 versus number 14. USC, who you taking, coach? I'm taking the Intelligent Stanfords. Cardinals of Stanford. The Intelligent Stanfords. I'm taking up the Cardinals of Stanford, and their mascot has nothing to do with (laughs) being a Cardinal at all. There's no bird in the tree, period. So... If you don't know, now you know that it has nothing to do with them. And the other big matchup, Michigan State, number seven, versus number three, Oregon. Come on now. Quack, quack. I'm going with Sparty on this one. I'm going quack, quack. Sparty, that defense, that Spartan defense is one. Now, now Mariota puts up some great numbers, but, man, you've got to look and pay attention to this Michigan State team, bro. They have been hitting on all cylinders for the past two seasons and only getting better. And they didn't lose a lot of talent on either side of the ball this year. You know what I got to say? The saving. Quack, quack. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple movers and shakers in the college top ten right quick. Uh, of course, just like Fisher called, man, Texas A&M is now at number nine. Yep. Making the biggest leap ever from 21 to 9 in the first week. Also, we've got Georgia, which moved up from number 12 to number 6. I told you. With Ohio State dropping down to 8 and Baylor holding on at 10. Florida State, Alabama, Oregon, and Oklahoma in the top four right now looking for the playoff spots. And the Saban and UT will be there. No, no Saban. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. 
it's time to get back to some NFL action. NFL picks. It's kicking off. We got the picks. Guess what? Tomorrow, I'm going to do a blog. All of my NFL picks. No. The whole season. No. No. Just for this week. Every week, I'm going to post up one. NFL picks. No. And I also will be selling these if you want to take those to the gambling house. So, holla at your boy. OMID online. No. www.omid. O-M-I-E-D Online.com No Sprinkle James Let's get this break We'll be right back With some NFL talk For you brother No Monday Night Madness At Club Steam Bar and Grill 2513 South Cooper Street Arlington, Texas All football season, every Monday night football game, $10 beer buckets, $3.50 wells, shot specials all night long, and $25 gift card giveaways, plus domino and card tables will be available. Come out Monday night for the game at Steam Bar and Grill, 2513 South Cooper Street, Arlington, Texas. Monday Night Madness. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Big Clay. 2014 Urban Underground Awards are dedicated to bringing recognition to the nation's hard working, unsigned, underrated, and all music genres, fashion, bloggers, internet radio stations, and 20 plus categories. The 2014 Urban Underground Awards are to schedule date and live television taping is September the 20th, 2014, at the Green Elephant in Dallas, Texas. Make sure you upload www.cboyradio.com for voting information that starts June the 3rd. More information and sponsorship, call 817 941 Stop practicing small business without the Lusk Law Group on your side. Do not. Sign a lease, purchase agreement, or transfer a title without the Lusk Law Group at your table. Don't fall ill or die without a totally legal binding will or power of attorney for your remaining loved ones. When you want the law on your side, trust the Lusk Law Group. 214-471-3872. That's 214-471-3872 or L-U-S-K Law Group. Welcome back to Sunday Night Football. It is a steaming 89 degrees. Yeah, somebody shot man. Sunday Night Football. <laughs> It is NFL football season, fellows. That time of the year is here. I am so excited. All women now are really mad because madness come out and they are being ignored by those mad playing boyfriends. Not me. You know what? Hey, baby. Women have gotten so deep into football now. It's a lot of them that are playing Madden. 
playing fantasy, we have women in our fantasy league. I would have never yeah. thought. I would have never thought. The game has changed. They used to watch for the pants. Now they watch for the passes. What's really going on? They you know, know stats. You have been speaking quite profoundly today. Hey, I know how to spell profound. Don't do it. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself. I like the P-R-O fantasy. P-R-O fantasy. I want a fantasy sports spelling league. I'm losing. I'm not thinking you. <laughs> You're not on my team at That's all. It. I spell the first two letters and I'll put less in the rest of the word. Okay, can you please give me the proper pronunciation for B, please? B, E, and origin. <laughs> <laughs> Quit cussing at me. <laughs> Hey, man, it's NFL season. As you can see, it makes us get all happy and giddy. Well, you get giddy. I just get excited. Who <laughs> call it that? Nah, I ain't you go ahead. Keep, you know, time time out. keep rolling. Somebody going to get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some NFL news. Hey, big shout out to the homie Jim Ersay, the owner of Yo, the. He's a rock star. Yeah, he technically is a rock star. Jim Ursay fined five hundred thousand dollars and six games for drunk driving in Indianapolis. Look here, Ursay, I'd have drove you around for four fifty, baby. Give me the four fifty. You won't go to jail. You pass go. You'll collect two hundred dollars. Call me next time. Don't get that money to the league. I got you. Yeah, he could have said a lot of done it for a smooth four hundred four hundred ninety nine thousand. <laughs> I was, got you, bro. I, I gave him a fifty thousand dollar discount. Look, I'm trying. Look, I'm all about the percentages. Yeah, whichever percent that was, four ninety nine, ninety nine. Want you to make it make it real good for you, Jim. Four ninety nine, ninety nine. So ooh, that's what ooh. we're gonna do. Five hundred thousand. Do you think that's enough? Six games, five hundred thousand drunk driving for an owner. To be honest, I really don't feel like you should have been fined anything. Why? Why? It had nothing to do with football or the NFL. I think if anybody fired him, it should have been the police department. If he went to jail, it should have been the police department. If he, uh, anything, probation, police department. I don't think, I don't. So what about Ray Rice, your running back for fantasy football? How do you feel like, I mean, do you think he shouldn't have been fined for his perpetuated domestic violence? I feel like that is a police situation. If anything, either you can play in the league or you can't. But I'll let fine. It, it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't. It just creates controversy and news. They've been finding folks for the longest and they all still do it. Look at the Bengals. Look at the Raiders. Look at the Vikings. Look at the 49ers. Alden Smith. Come on. They, they're going to do it regardless. But if you start kicking folks out the league and sending them to bad groceries or be Junior high football coaches instead of NFL players, they might think twice. I don't think the fines do anything. They rich. What is you just look at what you just said? The owner of the Indianapolis Colts was fined five hundred thousand dollars. He pay people more than that. And let's not forget that the Roger Goodell works for the owners. Exactly. So it's not like it's not like he was punishing anybody. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like man, yeah. what you gonna pay? Exactly. What, what you think is fair? What you what you willing to do? Because the owners pay Roger Goodell's uh, salary, so but they had to do something because you can't find players and hold them to one standard and hold a uh, owner to a different. Well, standard. and see, I have mixed emotions about that because that's almost to me that's like saying a a parent and a child are on the same level. That's an owner and a player. He to me, he you 
He got certain privileges. I think this was. I think <laughs> he owner. I'm, I'm Terry Jones. I can have sex with all the women in Dallas and, and take can. pictures and don't find me. And let's not forget it wasn't Jerry Jones. It was Jim Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. Kind of, Jerry do that all yeah, the time. Jerry, Jerry went, we wouldn't have heard about it, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I think they have to do some. I think I think this was something to kind of give him uh, good graces in the court of public opinion. Yeah. With Indianapolis, they yeah. felt like you know well, he had to get punished some kind of way. Had it not been the fact that he's trying to get a Super Bowl there and all this other stuff, he is Jim Mersey, he's not Jerry Jones, and yep. you wouldn't have heard about it. Because I guarantee you there's owners out there doing a lot worse than what he's doing. And, and and if you let Peyton go and he go to Denver and do what he's doing, you'd have a drink too. Probably so. And be riding around with pills and 20 grand in the car, you know, who knows? Pills? Drunk and twenty grand. Someone he was heading to a cash. casino. He could have gave me the pills and the twenty grand, and I'd have drove him around. I'd have dropped my price already. <laughs> Look, I have to let me coach. keep the car. As a matter of fact, give me the car and the bread. You can keep the pills. Title, <laughs> title, keys, bread. Yeah, I drive you anywhere you want to go. Anywhere you want to go. Hey, let's roll into our picks. When we got four hot picks for you, four games. And if you want to get the rest of those picks, because you know you want to go hit those uh, five and dimes and make a little money for the family, hit me up, omedonline at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's crazy. We got for each week, we're going to keep a tally. Uh, I got my pen because I always ready to write something. We're going to keep a tally and yeah. see at the end of the season who really knows their football, their matchups, their mm. teams, mm. and just really know what they're talking about. We're going to have three to four games every week. It's going to be key matchups. I'm going to pick them, and we're going to see what you really got. Now, this week, I think I made it pretty easy. I picked the four key matchups in Thursday night game, a key matchup on the noon game, the mid-afternoon game, and that also famous Sunday night game. First off, we got Thursday's game. We got Green Bay Packers versus the Seattle Seahawks. The Packers of Green Bay versus the Seahawks <laughs> of Seattle. Now, with this game, we got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Who you got on me, D? Uh, out of the quarterbacks or the whole team? The team. What's your pick? <sighs> Come on, we got other guys. Seattle. <laughs> go Seattle. Omi D is going Seattle. Seahawks. Cleveland. DJ Spanky James. I'm going with the Seahawks, man. He's rolling Uh-oh. Hawks. Spanky James. Now, Mr. Rodney Fisher, RFNSportsRadio.com. RF Sports Radio. RF Sports. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a lot. NFL, just in is in. Who do you have this game? I got the Seahawks at home on rain night with the 12th man. Oh, unbeatable. The 12th man is unbeatable. Yeah, it's going to be ugly, man. It's going to yeah, be loud. It's going to be ugly. You got to think so. Yeah. Rain night, man. Yep. Packers of Green Bay. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to take. Green Bay in this one. Mm. All right. Let me get that top dog spot. Green Bay. And I'm going I'm to give you two reasons. One is because everyone else picks Seattle. Mm. Two, I feel like Aaron Rodgers. I, no, seriously. Saying, did we hear this in fantasy now, talk earlier? It, it was about the center. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. 
And I feel like the acquisition of Julius Peppers opposite Clay Matthews is going to make a huge, huge difference in Russell Wilson's capability to move around that pocket. So I'm going to have to go with Green Bay on the upset game one. Game two, the noon game, we got a rival, New Orleans and the Falcons of Atlanta. The Saints of New Orleans versus the Falcons of Atlanta. Who you got on me, D? Holy moly. Donut shot. I'm going to take the Saints. The Saints of Omidy. Drew Brees and the Saints for the victory. <laughs> Spain. Who's at home? Who's at home? Everybody. Um, except us. Whoever's rounding third. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, we don't know. No clue. Who's no. on first? I think it's in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Ah, I'm still stick with the Saints, man. Like it do, but see, it, it don't. See, if see they was at home, it for sure was a win for the Saints. Okay, it's gonna be a tight one in Atlanta for the Saints. Always a tight one in Atlanta. Messed up, fair shot. Give me the Falcons. Uh oh, riding Falcons. Uh oh, I'm gonna have to go with Nolans. Rolling with the Saints. Reason I'm going with Nolans is because. Jimmy Graham and Mark Ingram. Watch what I tell you. There you go. I tried to pick him up in fantasy football. The afternoon game. The local. San Fran and Dallas. San Francisco. Oh, man. Don't disrespect. Give me the Cowboys. San Francisco. Fish wants the boys. It's be this. They will win this game. Everybody's going to get hyped up. Jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> and they're going to lose every other game. Oh, no. <laughs> Cowboys go 1 15. Spike Knicks. <laughs> I got to go with my pick I did when we ran through Dallas season, and I got Dallas losing this one. Oh, man. So I got the 49ers. I'm going to tell you, Cowboys going to win this game. Well, I can tell you now, until we start losing, I'm picking the boys every week. So I'm with the Cowboys. So far, I'm looking pretty good. first bet, man. I'm riding with Dez. I'm riding with Dez. And Tony Romo's throwing to Witten. So, exactly. (laughs) Come with our last game. Indiana. And Andrew Locke, Jim Irsay versus Denver, Peyton Manning, Broncos, and John Elway. <laughs> Who do you have, Omi D, that's banging his Bronco on the mic? <laughs> Don't bang your Bronco on the mic. <laughs> that's that's what a Broncos hat sounds like. <laughs> Let's go Thunder. Omi D. For the Broncos. And I hope that T.Y. Hilton gets some yards and a touchdown because he's on my fantasy team. I, guess you're too. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> At least them, that's, hey, that's why yeah. I got two defenses because I couldn't start them. Let's go Houston defense this weekend. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Help Jesus. Uh, Spanky. I'm looking for the Broncos to put up a lot of points for my fantasies, man. I got, go I got a lot of them Broncos on my team. So I'm going Broncos. Super Bowl. Royce. Super Bowl. I'm going Broncos, Rodney. man. Fisher. Broncos. Everybody going Broncos? Sanders. Hmm. Hope he has a lot of yards because hmm. he's on my fantasy team too. <laughs> How about you, you know Coach what? Rob? I have another upset. Mm. Like your fantasy league I have an upset. and your picks. I feel that the two Super Bowl contenders in Seattle and Denver will lose game one this year. Mm. Coach Rob writes his loser picks down and I want to <laughs> let everyone give their shout outs. Coach Rob, I'm going to give you a shout out. It's time for us to roll. Hey, I have a shout out to Jim Ursay, The Undertaker's wife, Michael Sam, 
Molly Welker. Yeah. Who Ooh. else? Uh, and my wife. <laughs> that's about it. And, and man, just everybody out there that's going to be into this football this weekend. Shout out. Let's get the grills out. Let's get NFL, college, little league, high school. It's football season, baby. Let's go. Big shout outs. Hey, uh, Spanky, couple shouts. Shout out to my lady. Shout out to my son. Trey at home. Go to sleep. Fisher. <laughs> Uh, big shout out to all the fans in Maryland gonna be listening to the game on Friday. Mm, sorry, yes. Maryland. Big shout outs to all the fans in Maryland that are listening to the game. Big shout outs to all the fans that are checking us out now. Big shout outs to my baby. Big shout outs to my family. Big shout outs to my niece and my crew sitting here with me, man. Hey. I cannot wait to check you guys out next Wednesday. You know, you got a lot of women when you just say baby. Don't say no name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> It's going to be a long drive home. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Yeah. Casey Sheree, what's up, baby? <laughs> you know I love you. Anyway, we'll catch y'all next Wednesday yeah. here for the OMD and Coach Rob show. Or, we are out. No, no, we're out. Question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.